This week's episode is sponsored by Jagged Edge Productions and ITN Studios' Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey 2. Only in theaters, March 26th to March 28th. The suspenseful and thrilling sequel to last year's immense hit, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, amplifies the gore factor with ten times the number of kills to put fans both new and old at the edge of their seats. After Christopher Robin reveals their existence, Winnie the Pooh, Piglet, Tigger, and Owl land on the endangered species list as hard targets. Unwilling to hide in the shadows, the ultimate scream team embarks on a murderous rampage through the town of Ashdown to get their revenge on Christopher Robin, once and for all. So don't miss out, and mark your calendars to catch the limited engagement of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey 2, only in theaters March 26th to March 28th. Tickets are available now. Hello everyone, the clip you're about to hear is from one of our exclusive Patreon episodes, and if you'd like to hear the entire episode, please head over to patreon.com slash horrorqueers and subscribe today. I mean, so this movie and Annabelle Creation both have the same thing, where it's like, not good first films, you bring in a really good director and you give them a prequel to said bad film. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And they somehow turn it around and make it good. And to where it stands on its own, to where you don't need to see the first movie to understand what's going on in this. Yes. Okay, so that was the most fascinating part about watching this as a first-time watch. I fully expected to be confused because there were going to be all of these, I guess, call forwards. And... I know that there are because you directed me to read the plot synopsis of the first film so I would get a better sense of how they connected. But Mm. like this film is 100% standalone. Yes, it is doing those things, but it's not in that egregious wink, wink, nudge, nudge way that takes you out of the movie. This movie 100% stands alone and it 100% works. It does. And that definitely is a strength of it. Like, Honestly, I actually think this film works better if you haven't seen the first movie because so Joe, one of the things like you you were finishing this movie and you messaged me immediately and was like, "Holy shit, this movie is grim as fuck." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yeah." The problem is if you've seen the first movie, you do know how I mean, you don't know exactly how it ends, but you know that only the little red-headed daughter is going to get out of this life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because I definitely spent the majority of the film being like, "Ah, uh, I can't wait for this female-centric family to triumph. Like, I kind of expected that Henry Thomas was going to die. I kind of expected that the boyfriend was going to die, because I think you had cued me that it was, like, one of the better sequences in the film from a while ago. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, cool. But, like, obviously the mother and her two daughters are yeah. going to, like, triumph over evil. They're going to save the day, and they're going to walk out of this house. Like, I totally thought it was going to be, like, La Llorona. Yeah, and you you think that the power of love saves the day. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And then they started murdering them, Trace. And all I could think of was, well, wow, this is going to be hard to walk back. Like, they're going to need some magic voodoo bullshit to get these mm-hmm. girls back up. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, wait, nope, we're in an asylum? Oh, oh, they're actually dead. Okay, got it. Um, and yeah, the only big like, oh, wink, 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 this is the connecting factor is the post credit scene, which isn't, you don't even need to watch it because I mean, if you did and you haven't seen the first movie, it's not really going to make a lot of sense to you. 